Happy Monday, everybody, and welcome back to the Motivating Force. I uh, hope from last week's video you guys have found your way over to the Anchor page, have downloaded your favorite podcasting app, and are currently listening to this episode on that platform. We would really appreciate that. Like I said, we have some big things coming up. It'd be great if you guys did that, got the, got the ball rolling. Since I'm already talking about that, might as well mention our social medias. We are on Facebook and Instagram. Check those links down below. We would appreciate hearing from you guys and, and being able to interact with you guys across the board. But jumping into our typical Monday video here, I am joined by none other than Josue, an aspiring Marine Corps officer who's finishing up ROTC and his bachelor's in the criminal justice field. And myself, Justin, a motivational speaker who's always more than excited to share all of our wonderful ideas and topics with you guys. Today, I'm going to be talking about generalizing people and why that this is a terrible thing for many different reasons, as I'm sure you guys know, uh, but I do want to get down to the psychological level about it. We're going to be talking about this on ways of how it's going to make you more successful in life, how it can make you more money, how it can make you at peace with yourself and with others, and how it can come to world peace if we stop generalizing people, I believe. Uh, don't worry, not getting too heavy into the hippie side of it, but it goes that far, and I want to talk to you guys all about it today. Okay, real quick, I'm not sure if I heard you correctly. You said stop using generalizations, or you're pro-generalizing people for your advantage? Stop. Okay. Completely stop generalizing people. Gotcha. All right, and here's why. So to start this whole thing off, there we already know that there's a huge amount of psychological research that goes into the ideas of things like mob mentality and even more studies involved with uh, understanding how people think about groups of people. Yeah. And after reviewing a bunch of this information, all this research that's done, there seems to be one common denominator, and it's that the human brain has a hard time conceptualizing groups as human beings even though that's precisely what they're made out of okay so we're used to seeing a group as one instead of seeing it as multiple exactly okay. and so what that does is it's going to eliminate the human aspect so now when you think about it and you eliminate the human aspect that does a honestly a world of harm for you yeah now you have nothing to reflect off of you see these groups and you don't think of it as as anything that you could reflect from. You don't even view them as human, honestly. Uh, subconsciously, you don't. And there's nothing wrong with that. You're not at fault for that. It's just a, a psychological fact. Yeah, it's like when you think about, this is going to sound very weird, but eating spaghetti, you don't think you're going to eat one singular strand of spaghetti. You're going to eat multiple. And then that's taken away the 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 fact that it's pasta and it's not the group itself okay i see where you're going with that no. i mean uh, i could see I'm how thinking that of makes like sense multiple here. things yeah. in one and when you think right. of it you don't think of it by itself you think of multiple of that one thing yes and the main point of that would be that one strand of spaghetti inside of the whole thing of spaghetti the the, the bowl yeah and that one strand being absolutely perfect but you don't realize it because the spaghetti is the whole plate. Mm -hmm. That's the idea here. Yeah, or very bad. Or very bad, Yeah, right. Here's, here's the thing that goes along with this, okay? This is the main driving point where we're going to get into the success for you guys. We're going to get into a little bit of the money aspect for you guys and um, learn why this is such a terrible thing for you. 
and how if you stop doing it, it's, it's just going to bring good things to your life. And I was listening to a podcast the other day, um, of course, and <laughs> this is what really sparked life for this video. The guy said something that really stuck out to me. He said, the first million is the hardest, and the second million is inevitable. It's not about making the money. It's all about becoming the type of person who can live up to those expectations. And I know that's actually a little bit of a twist from what we generally hear about the first million, right? Yeah. A lot of millionaires have different things to say about the first million. And this one struck me as really interesting because I know all the time we hear about the character building side of becoming a millionaire. And something we see a lot with character building comes into how we approach other people. And really that's what it all comes down to, right? Money is that transaction for being good in society and helping other people being productive, yeah, right? It should yeah. be a no-brainer. So what happens is when we, we place these groups of people in our mind, we generalize them, it's so much easier than going over every single detail about every single person and then trying to feel like what criteria they fall into. You know what I mean? And with that certain criteria, please bear with me. This is all going to make sense right now, okay? Because this hit me like freaking bigger than the Big Bang Theory itself, all right? The average person remains average because there is no one above them. There is just the rich or the 1%. Like, what the hell does that even really mean? People are now just some statistical number to you based off the amount of assets they own. How do you go off of that? So you're going to remain average if everything else is just generalized groups. Yeah. But that's something that we've kind of hit on before when we're talking about like tribe mentality and going back to like what human nature inevitably is. And it does kind of feed into how we do group everybody together. Then we just kind of talk to the group as opposed to talking to the individual. Now here we do try to talk to the individual because it's one person usually listening at a time. <laughs> but you do have to break away from the tribe mentality that's in our let's say DNA, right? We're used to seeing things as this group of people's wrong, this group of people's right, this is my tribe, that's your tribe. So then I guess it's easier for people to start thinking that way, like that we are statistically just numbers to, let's say the 1%, because they don't have the time or the knowledge to get to know the rest of the population. So to them, we are kind of just broken down as a different tribe from another side of the world. Well, yeah, that's very true. And there's a lot of that bigger disconnect for the average person than it is for, say, the rich or the 1%, so to speak, right? Because, I mean, they're already out there making it. Yeah. But for what that does for the average person is now that you're talking about, say, you're talking about the 1%, okay? You're not talking about an individual anymore. You're talking about groups of people. Groups of people subconsciously aren't humans yeah so how can you ever live up to that expectation what type of what's going to be your goal plan to reach that stage in life it's going to be very hard to conceptualize something because now you're trying to achieve something that's not even about people yeah compared to say if i said well you know my biggest inspiration say let's, let's go with like elon musk i want to be yeah. the next elon musk you can already think of ways that I can actively start working today towards becoming a, a, 
a successor to Elon Musk compared to saying, I want to be a one percenter one day. Yeah. How am I going to do that? I get what you're saying. Okay, so then you're, what is the word? You're you're making it like a human. You're personifying the one percent as opposed to, because I was thinking when you mentioned the disconnect as in like the 1% has no want or care to want to become the the average man or the middle class per se. I don't know, quite the opposite. But then the average man wants to become the 1%. So they care more, but they see it as such a higher thing that is impossible to reach. Right, because there's no personification to it. Exactly. And then, like I said, this goes back with all that psych- like psychological research. This is kind of my assumptions here putting together all this type of psychological research and motivation and money and all this kind of thing and it's like why doesn't this make sense for people yeah and then taking a step back from that it made me realize kind of like what we've talked about a number of times on like finding mentors Mm -hmm. picking heroes finding very specific people to look up to right because then you can see what type of person you want to become because in your brain you can't figure out what it means to characterize yourself as a one percent but you can sit there and figure out what it would mean to become the next warren buffett or to become the next kevin o'leary yeah you can start emulating that and start working towards that so in terms of your success and in terms of just getting forward in life you have to stop generalizing people for better or for worse we're going to get into the worst side here in a minute but when it comes to the betterment of your life you shouldn't be looking at it as Oh, and it doesn't even have to be about like the 1%. It could be something even simpler when you say, oh, I want to be like, I want to become the next U.S. Marine. Okay. Right. And what the military does is, and you can see their strategy all the time, and it almost seems kind of corny and kind of cheesy. But when you actually say that and say, oh, I want to become a U.S. Marine. The first thing that comes to your mind are the character traits that they keep spewing out at everybody all of the time. Yeah. Right. So why is that? Because now when you think of, oh, I want to become a Marine, you think of, oh, I want to have courage, honor, and commitment. Yeah. You know? You think of character traits. It's been personified. So this is kind of what we're saying here, and especially anything in your life, like, oh, I want to become uh, a CrossFitter. You have an idea of what that means, but you don't really know what that means. You know? Oh, I want to become a vegan. Oh, I want to become, you know... The next uh, Iron Man, but then the next, you yeah. have to do the, the steps to take that challenge of becoming the next iron man right, not right. not tony stark but like the <laughs> fitness challenge you want to become the, the marathon next tony stark. or whatever it is yeah but it's a lot easier for you to pick the people out of those groups and pick very specific people and then stop generalizing the whole population of it because yeah. then you only kind of get an idea of what you're doing and you're not getting the specifics because when you see that individual, you can see the struggles and the challenges they've gone through. Mm-hmm. You can see the character traits that they have today, what they've developed, how much discipline they have, what their eating regimens are, things like that. And you're not generalizing any it anymore. Yeah. So when you do that, you can actually start setting up a foolproof plan for your success because you now have somebody to follow after. Yeah. And now I just kind of wanted to go back a little bit because you had a question on like why don't people understand that or why doesn't the average person understand these things even though there is so much like psychological research and financial research and all that stuff associated with it but i think having the right people around you 
or that you know that will give you that access to information because if you're never told about any of this and you don't connect the dots that you're generalizing people or that they're generalizing you you're never going to give it a second thought because you're used to doing what the average man's doing or the average wage the the minimum wage or the middle class is used to doing and that's not trying to achieve better for yourself so until you have the people around you like you said a mentor or just somebody that you can trust that will give you kind of like the knowledge or resources to try to better yourself you're never going to put two and two together because it's going to be so much harder trying to emulate an idea of a group of people than it is trying to emulate a single person yeah and that's why you'll stop trying right you'll you'll just be okay with being comfortable in worrying about what the next check is going to bring or what you're going to pay with the next check you can set up kind of like a like access barriers when it comes to groups all right so what can happen is again you take away the personification of these things and you say okay well and you can put yourself into groups we do it all the time right you say oh well i'm one of those people who's unmotivated i'm lazy i'm this and that right and then it's harder to break away from that in the same sense you can go oh well i'm just the middle class how do i break out of the middle class and become one of the high class and then if you think about it you go okay i'm middle class and i want to become part of the one percent because it's not a personification thing going on here you can literally tell yourself and believe within yourself that it's impossible to become the one percent that the gap is too far of a jump to achieve right and then what you don't realize is that every single person who is one percent of the wealthiest people in the world they're all people just like you yeah not just like you well everyone has they wake the chance up and they have yeah. discipline and you know they also all have the chance to lose it all <laughs> and become worse than you if anything they do but that's the thing that i i started realizing lately is that people don't realize that with with status stature title all these different things that we give people they don't realize that they're still just people well i like that you're saying this too because this just reminded me i've mentioned before when i was in a band back in high school right we used to, or I'm sure a lot of people do idolize artists or musicians or whatever it is that they're a fan of, they kind of idolize the the people behind that art, right? So when I was in that band, I had, I was lucky enough to have the chance to play with the people that I was a fan of, mm-hmm. big bands and rock or whatever the music was that I was a fan of. And you would see them as like these stars, these people that traveled the world and then being part of a band that got to play with them, I got to talk to them. I got to sit with them. I got to go on tour buses and like talk to them just sitting on a couch and realize that they are just a person and go, oh, okay, so they took that notch down and personified themselves as in they're not this idol. They're not this star. They're not this like extreme person. It's just another human being. Yeah, he doesn't get tucked away in, in a box until the next show. Yeah, you know, he goes home to his family and goes yeah. home to his 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 drugs if he's a rock star. You, you give him some. Yeah, or he does, <laughs> but either way. But you know, they go they go every which way. They're people. Yeah, and and we seem to kind of shell ourselves out from these different groups because we stop realizing that. Yeah. But that's also one thing that like frustrates me now because I have had that light bulb moment that I have seen these. I mean, at the time, 
like people in bands artists aren't as big as seeing like a celebrity or a pop star right mm-hmm. but to me once you have that light bulb go off it goes off for everyone elton john's just another person yeah kanye west is just another person kim kardashian's just another person yeah. so then when you see all these other people i'm gonna generalize flocks of people mm-hmm. going out and being all crazy over this one person it's like you can all be going crazy over one person in your group the person standing next to you you yourself you can give yourself that much attention instead of giving it to the celebrity that's just another human being. So far, you have a great understanding of where we're coming at with this now. Yeah, sorry, so, it got me a little heated. <laughs> so, no, that's great, though, but hopefully it's it's uh, conveyed. Hopefully the message is conveyed. Hopefully everybody at home listening right now is getting on board here. They understand what's going on um, because now I'm going to get into the next point here, which is going to be the, the darker side of it, yeah. right? And but, people are going to love this because human nature, right? These people are just another strand of pasta. Yes, they are. And a big bowl of spaghetti. Big bowl of spaghetti with tomato. With tomato, yes. The side note from this, right? And this is where it goes good for our society. Because where this issue is most prevalent is not when it comes to money. This is how it helps you personally achieve your goals because your goals are not out of your reach. Everybody who's achieved the goals you want is just another person just like you. But from a societal standpoint... It is shit hitting the fan. Easiest way to put it, we see all this fighting going on between the left and the right, the rich and the poor, even, say, the straight and the gays, police, protesters, BLM, Mm. all kinds of different things. People are placing themselves in groups, and nowadays especially, these groups are getting more and more extreme in ideology. Antifa, Q. And when you follow these groups they're not people anymore they're just things and then you attach these ideas to these things and the groups make themselves so extreme over time you can start to demonize the group because they can push the ideology so extreme in your mind and you already don't view the whole group in substance as human beings right because now instead of having one person that you're trying to define or demonize being able to tell you what their actual opinion is you have a thousand people in that group swaying you left and right and making that that stroke wider and wider on their extremism right and you know um, right or left by the way. yeah and, and <laughs> yeah because this is across the board this is when you generalize people yeah. and you put them in all these different categories that's why i genuinely hate like the labeling system of like oh, are you republican or democrat or oh well you said this so you must like trump or well if you like trump you must like this and it's like why though right what ties those things together and it's your perception of these groups these generalizations that you have for people and speaking of extremism sorry 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 sorry. i'm just gonna cut in real quick speaking of liking one thing and assuming you're a bad guy um comedian krista stefano mentioned this a couple weeks ago and he, he's right. I, I believe he's right with all my heart, right? So back when 9-11 occurred, right? If you lived in New York or anywhere in the U.S., really, if you didn't have an American flag outside of your house flowing in the wind, you were a terrorist because you didn't support America after we were hit the hardest. Correct. Now, after Trump, if you have a flag, if you put one on your Jeep, if you 
throw one on your shirt. If you have one outside your house, now you're labeled as a terrorist because you have a flag, you support Donald Trump, and if you support Donald Trump, you're a terrorist because you're anti-American. But how the tables have turned. <laughs> you see, like, swaying one thing because you're trying to associate and group people in with this ideology of another group makes no sense. Right. Because, hum- I mean, America alone has just swayed in what we're socially accepting nowadays from just the idea of the national flag right right here this guy oh it's my my turn on the camera so i could go like this real quick you know but um like 20 years ago this was 100 percent american and now it's like if we're the taliban yeah and it's true because of that extremism the generalization that type of separation that we have in our society today um and a lot of it being methodically executed to make us believe those things, right? And what we're not seeing is that it's a very small percentage of people mm-hmm. who are going to take it to that far of an extreme. They yell the loudest. Well, that's why they call it like the silent majority, right? The yeah. majority of people are decent, great human beings, but because we generalize, as soon as you say something like being a Democrat or being a Republican, we have those ties with the extreme sides that come from a handful of people in that group. And now every single person, rational or not, is automatically extreme. Yeah. This is why we need to stop generalizing people. And the rest of what I have to say about that is that we are not seeking our answers to these debates from a human perspective because we're taking it so far away from a human element. We're just taking it to these ideologies, these generalizations. You know, It's kind of like we want to eliminate the left or the right, depending on which side you're on. Um, you know, because their opinions are so different than ours and none of us really have this deep incentive to find out from each individual who we're talking to, who we're having conversations with about these things. We're not trying to find out what life experiences they've had to lead them to make that type of judgment. Yeah. Doesn't that sound so much more rational? We want to subsidize the poor, but we don't want to educate them in financial stability. You know, you get where this is all going. It, it doesn't make sense. But that's because we're trying to solve these human problems from a non-human standpoint. And it's obviously just not going to work. I mean, especially when you're looking at it that way, because so many people being in, if it's the middle class or the lower middle class, want to just look at the 1% as they hold all the money, not looking at it as, this one person has this much money. This one person has worked this much for this much money. This person has built an empire for this and now owns this much money. They're just going, they hold all the money. We should have it all. They should give us all the money because they worked hard for it. But now it should be us. Right. And that's because that that group of people are no longer people. So they can, as, as an individual, you can set that up as an impossibility for yourself yeah so you're not going to look at the individual you're not going to look at warren buffett and be like i can do that yeah you're not going to look at elon musk and go oh he built his way up to that much money he's now worth that much yeah you're just going to look at it like a bank and go well they're holding this much money they can give me some and what's crazy too is the more people i know it's not like socially accepted to like go up to people and have political talks on what their politics are But if you do, and you can have conversations with human beings, you'll see that a lot of people have opinions or their beliefs 
that sway both sides. So if anything, they're more centered than each side wants to give credit to. So then who is it that's swaying the extremes? Because it's not the person right next to you. It's not the group of people next door. Because they're all going to have opinions in the middle. It's a hard-hitting question, man. And it'll all come down to the truth at the end of it, right? And and I think of it the same way where we have that... Uh, oh, man, I don't remember his name right now, but the guy on Instagram that goes around and he asks all these people all the time, hey, what do you do for a living? How much money do you make? Oh, the guy with the car? The yeah. TikToker? Yeah. yeah, and he goes up to you know people in the Ferraris and stuff and asks these questions. And now it's more socially acceptable and people answer. Yeah, right? Before it's just like a, business, tech. Yeah, yeah, people actually have a conversation about it because now it's more socially acceptable to try to help people out to make more money. But look at how well that's working out. And now look at the doors we're shutting. We're shutting the doors on politics. And then now look how that's going. Open those doors back up. Have real conversations with people again about this. Stop generalizing. Stop assuming. We're all going to learn so much more and we're going to be so much better for it in the end. All right, everybody. That's going to be it for the week. Thank you for sticking around for this one. Remember, like Justin said at the beginning, check out Anchor, check out Spotify, check out the social medias. Uh, Videos do come out Mondays and Wednesdays at 8 a.m. EST. And until next time, go and get it.